0: Oh, I'm blue da Erin is a self-proclaimed authenticity expert who stopped subscribing to the bullshit a long time ago. A two-time survivor of sexual violence, she knows that in order to find true happiness, you've got to do some work on yourself
1: for yourself. Jenna battled anorexia for 11 years with many ups and downs
0: is currently working to find true recovery and sharing her journey along the way. Finding authenticity is all about being true to ourselves without having to apologize for it. So stay tuned for all the mental health, adulting, self-development, and day-to-day us for us.
1: And welcome to the Finding Authenticity Podcast with Erin and
0: Hello, welcome back to the Finding Authenticity Podcast. It's your girls, Erin and Jen, back at it again with another excellent episode for you. But before we dive into today's topic, we got to do our check-ins. Jennifer, how are you? Tell me about your life.
1: I am pretty good. Honestly, not a heck of a lot is going on. Still working from home. Still existing um yeah oh, still existing that's good yeah i mean that's plus i seriously like i really have nothing to say and i am sorry about that but really that's it super exciting thanksgiving was well technically today but like had thanksgiving dinner yesterday so that was also good
0: you should tell the people how that went
1: ah yes <laughs> ah yes
0: ah uh-huh. yes uh-huh. <laughs>
1: Um, Yeah, no, it went actually really well. I've been like going out to eat a little bit more often recently, like with one of my friends. So I've been kind of desensitizing more to that and like not always being as rigid with like what I'm eating. And I think that helped kind of prepare me for yesterday. because I wasn't really stressed out at all. And in the past, I definitely would have been and would have changed how I approached the day beforehand in order to like compensate for having a quote-unquote bigger meal and drinking and whatever but yeah I really just kind of went with the flow and did what I did
0: we love that for you big growth from last year because last mm-hmm. year Trace Russell for you
1: yeah for sure Well, yeah, like, even last year, I think I, like, I was gonna maybe drink, so I, like, brought a drink out, and, like, I took a photo for Instagram, but then I never actually drank the drink. I literally just used it for, like, a photo.
0: Oh, Uh, no, really? I
1: know, yeah. But then last night, I'm like, yeah, I had, like, two-thirds of a bottle of wine.
0: Cheers. Hell yeah!
1: (laughs) So, yeah, it was nice to, like, enjoy the holiday meal for once, you know?
0: It is definitely very enjoyable. I always have two pieces of dessert because fuck, dessert is so fucking good.
1: <laughs> so good. Oh my god, I hadn't had pumpkin pie in probably years either because I like it. Like, I love it. But I'm not a huge pie person, so I'd always be like, oh, but I don't want the crust. So, like, I'll just, I'll just, like, not have it or whatever. But it was very good. So, if you're yeah. local, go to Farm Boy because our pies are really good.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah. Turn out Farm Boy. Farm Boy. Fuck
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs>
1: not sponsored. But Farm Boy, hey, if you want to sponsor us we're, we're open and willing i think that's really it for now i think i just said i think a lot in that sentence but you know you, it's fine um how are you
0: you're so boring Jen.
1: i know i really am
0: Get something exciting going on
1: i'll try
0: i have moved back home from my temporary living with boyfriend house sitting situation so I'm a little sad because um, I got real used to like seeing him every single day and we really enjoyed living together. You'd think after a month of us living together during our three month relationship, we'd get sick of each other and uh, probably need a break, but no, that's, that's not at all what happened. <laughs> yeah, happy to report that that was absolutely fantastic. Very, very happy. I'm in a good, healthy relationship, and it's uh, still a little weird sometimes how how good it is, because this, like, three-month mark is usually when all of my other relationships have fallen apart. That makes me very happy. I'm also
1: currently trying to figure out if someone is has- ignoring me, so...
0: <laughs> See? Now that! Now that is a good check-in information. <laughs> Tell the people what they want to hear.
1: I mean... Basically this man's is like, okay. It's a long story if I actually. I don't think I've talked about it at all, so.
0: No, you have not. You, Which you I start- do understand cuz you yeah. just wanted to keep, you know, you keep those things to yourself to a certain point until it's either done and then you can talk about it or it's like more viable and you can talk about it.
1: Exactly. So, we're just going to fucking go for it. Basically, there was this man's and things were going really well. And we went on, like, a couple dates and we're, like, seeing each other, like, really often. He was, like, he's always been, like, a pretty good texter. um, Like, sends me good morning texts. Like, all that kind of shit. Like, super cutesy. All that. But then last weekend, I think? I don't know. I, I keep losing track of time. But I think it was last weekend. Yeah, it was. He kind of, like, went a little MIA. Like, not really. But, like, a little bit. And then he's just like texting hasn't been like quite as frequent since then and then his phone was having issues and blah 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 and then like I saw him again on Thursday before Thanksgiving and it was fine after that like we texted like relatively normally on Friday but then I haven't heard from him since and today I texted him happy Thanksgiving because as I said it's Canadian Thanksgiving and it sent us a text message, which like happens sometimes. He hasn't responded. And that's the tea for now. And I honestly am just kind of like, well, this is annoying because I don't know what the fuck is going on. And like things were so good. So I was like at a point where I was like, okay, like I don't want to like entertain other men. But now I'm like, okay, well, maybe I should just fucking re download a dating app because this is stupid.
0: I honestly don't understand men sometimes because it will be going so well. And then all of a sudden they just like stop talking to you. This reminds me of the situation. Like right before the pandemic hit, it's like when I first started dating again after my last relationship ended. And I went on one date with this guy and it went super, super, super well. And we were still talking and like thinking about how to have a second date. I don't know. I would say like our date was probably like a week and a half before schools closed in Ontario. So, like, coronavirus was here, but we weren't locking ourselves in our houses yet. And, like, we were talking, and, like, every day, like, good morning, good night, like, regular conversations. Very much so, like, oh, I want to see you again, like, let's plan a date. And then just nothing. All, all of a sudden, there was absolutely nothing. I think I texted twice after that, and then I was just like, all right, um, right, I've given two texts, so... If he's not going to reply, he ain't going to reply. And then, you know what? He never replied until about a month ago.
1: <laughs> Cheers. But
0: he was just like, oh, hey, Aaron. Um, I know it's been a long time, and I kind of just like stopped talking to you. And he's like, I was going through some stuff. And I was like, I can get that. But also, you should probably at least be like, hey, um, I'm not ready right now. Rather than just absolute dead silence. So uh, they can be really weird sometimes. They can be, for sure. Yeah, but I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that's not happening to you.
1: Yeah, I mean, I hope so too, but honestly, who knows?
0: Who fucking knows at this point, but,
1: and also, yeah, like, I'm going to Vancouver, so that'll be, you know, a nice little change of scenery, distraction, Mm -hmm. and who knows, maybe my future husband will be hanging out in Vancouver, ready to- (laughs) Absolutely
0: (laughs) not. Ready to uh, meet me. Only if he's willing to come back with you. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's fair.
0: You're not allowed to also move to BC. Too many people are moving to BC, you know?
1: I know, right? There's.
0: I need, I need you to stay here.
1: <laughs> it's, a, it's a hot commodity over there right now. So that's where I'm at in terms of that. And it's fucking annoying because I was like, actually... I also like, okay, also this man, like, we first went on our first date a year ago. A year and a half ago almost now. And we stopped talking. Like, I wasn't really into it. And then we started talking again, like, over lockdown because we matched on Dating App again. And then I just, like, wasn't really into it still. Like, I wasn't really giving him anything. As you guys, I think we talked about the other guy earlier on the podcast that I've had a thing yeah. with over the summer. So I was, like, not really giving this other, the second guy that I'm now giving attention. I wasn't really giving him attention at the time. Um, I think
0: we need to make nicknames for these people. <laughs> I
1: know, I know. I'm, like, trying to, like, give them...
0: Uh, uh, yeah, okay, let's do that. So let's call
1: the summer man let's call him albert and then we'll call the current man michael
0: deal, deal. albert and michael albert
1: and michael yeah. albert oh my god anyway so michael is a little uh m.i.a right now and it's really fucking annoying but it is what it is so i think that's the extent of my check-in i feel like it was very much all over the fucking place. but cheers
0: i know you're like i don't know there's nothing for me to talk about oops it's all good, you know? It's okay. Sometimes it takes us a minute to, like, remember what's been happening in our lives. Because it can sometimes feel like nothing and yet all, everything at the same time, you know? Mm-hmm. So, for me, I'll have my last wedding of the season on Friday. And I'm still looking for other work. But, you know, I'm feeling, feeling a little more optimistic. And with wedding season ending, I'll be able to dedicate more time to, like, applying. Because... Honestly, just, like, getting myself to write a cover letter is the worst thing ever. I hate cover letters. That is fair. It's really hard to, like, want to write them. But, you know, it's definitely an important part of looking for a job. And I need one of those because I can't just wait until wedding season again to be working. And also, because of the way of the world, who knows if I'll, like, really be working the way I think I will be in the, you know, early spring slash summer. My last thing isn't really an update on... My life. But um, a story I feel like I want to tell onto this podcast that I was reminded of last night. Because I feel like we haven't had like, a real solid men are trash moment in a long time. So I'm going to do that right now. So I was scrolling through the gram last night. You know, as as you do before you fall asleep and are addicted to your phone. So you're not putting it down. So you're scrolling through some sort of social media. And this lovely picture pops up of this guy. Wishing his girlfriend a happy four-year anniversary. I was like, wow, that's so sweet. I love that so much. And then I was like, hold on a second. A four-year anniversary? Allow me to flash back to January 2018, which was two and a half years ago, when you were very explicitly determined to hook up with me. And, you know, eventually succeeded within that same time frame, telling me that you were not in a relationship, but that you had been talking to this girl, and that, you know, it had ended because, I don't know, it ended for some fucking reason. But, like, that she's crazy and obsessed with you and, like, won't leave you alone. Apparently, fucking turns out she's your girlfriend and has been this entire time. I was just like, men are garbage. What a shitty fucking person you are. Because I would have never slept with him if I was like, yo, this dude has a girlfriend. But I didn't know that, and I would also like see him out at, at parties and stuff, and it didn't look like he had a girlfriend. So I thought I was in the clear, until like a week later, one of this group of girls hit me up and was like, hey, did you hook up with so and so? And I'm like. Yeah, why? (laughs) They're like, oh, like, he's dating our friend. And they were actually really nice about it. They're like, we don't want to start any shit. Like, we know that you probably didn't know because he's, like, really shitty. And they literally messaged me because they're like, we want to show our friend how shitty he is. Because, like, she is just, like, so under his spell and is, like, believing everything that he's telling her. Even though, like, it's all lies. And I'm like, oh, I can absolutely give you the receipts. (laughs) Because I took, like, Snapchat videos of his dog in, like, in the bed. And they, those are, like, dated, you know? Like, they're they're dated. And I had screenshots of us texting. So I was like, here's the receipts, my friends. Um, But unfortunately, clearly, that didn't really help the situation because they're still together. And I really feel for her because um, that's really fucked up. Like, super fucked up. To not only cheat on your girlfriend, but then to the girl that you, like, cheated on her with, tell her that your girlfriend's girlfriend crazy crazy and obsessed with you. Because you want to make it look like you don't have a girlfriend. Like, that, that's crazy. I hate them all. I literally hate them all. Oh, yeah. So that's the little story I wanted um to share. So, like, don't cheat on people. Don't lie to other people and say you're single when you're not. Because I don't want to be used for that. No, thank you. Tisk tisk.
1: Nice way to end off the check-ins. Men yeah. fucking suck. Literally always. You sometimes you think they don't, or you think they're not gonna, and then they just they do. And then they're like they kind of come back from the dead, and you're like, oh maybe not. And then they're like, yep, just kidding, we do. We we still suck. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Shall we jump into today's topic? We shall. Hell yeah. All right, everybody. So today we're talking about um, this kind of general slash convoluted statement of you are enough and that you don't have to change or shrink yourself for anybody because we felt that that was important to do. Based off
1: of what the story I just told about Michael, I have been very much doubting myself based on his reactions to texting and whatnot and allowing that to make me feel like shitty and sad when really no man should ever make you feel shitty and sad because you are a badass motherfucking bitch with or without a man. You don't need that. You don't need that shit. And if that man is not going to treat you well, then boy, bye.
0: Damn right. Good. Bye. See you later. That was a lesson I had to learn a long time ago. But then also, it took a very long time for me to actually learn it. Yeah. Like, in university, I used to very much so define myself by having a man or men being attracted to me and wanting me. And so as a result, I would, like, mold and shift and try and change myself to, you know, fit in with that. Because especially, like, there's a couple of relationships that really come to mind this one relationship that i was in that i've talked about before who was i think probably like my shittiest relationship he was a very not nice human being to me and then cheated on me and everything he he broke up with me and told me that i was boring (laughs) and as a result that's why he cheated on me because i was boring despite the fact that you know a week week before we broke up he brought me to one of his closest friend's wedding and we had driven over the border to go to a buffalo bills football game because i bought him tickets for his birthday so yeah mm -hmm, very nice he also uh would never deal with my anxiety you know if anything ever came up he would literally just tell me to come back when it's over (laughs) what a great great person he was Uh, so he he really messed me up for a while (laughs) yeah just because you have something going on doesn't mean that you're a burden on somebody else's life or that you need to change or try and pretend like that stuff isn't happening because that's a part of who you are and that's a part of the package of being with you. And for the right and for good people and for the right good people, because not everybody is for you, you're going to be enough and you're not going to be a burden and you're not going to have to try and like shrink yourself down to this mold. If a relationship is like good and meant to be between two people, you're going to be able to be yourself that's kind of the hallmark of a good relationship. So if you feel like because you have some sort of issue going on and therefore need to pretend you don't have that or shouldn't have a relationship, then, you know, I think the person or the people you're trying to date aren't the right people. And, you know, granted, there is something to be said about taking time for yourself to heal and, like, figure out what you need, but having mental health issues and struggling with things doesn't mean you can never have a relationship. Should you be working on those things and not, you know, projecting and relying on your partner to be your only source of support? No. So, like, you need to have a hold on whatever you're going through, but that doesn't mean you can't ever, like, not be okay. A real, a real partner, somebody who, like, actually genuinely loves and cares about you, is going to be there for you and not get upset at you, for having those things that was a huge thing I learned in my current relationship was I could actually be my entire self like I didn't have to be this trophy pedestal version of myself which a lot of my relationships ended up being I I think people when they first get to know me like see the side of me that's like very strong and very resilient and they, they see that and admire it especially if they also have Like their own shit that they're dealing with, Mm -hmm. but then when I start to break down a little bit, because you know you're not strong and resilient all the time, and you do have those days where I'm anxious or like feeling really low. When that would come out, the guys I was dating were like, "Whoa, this is not what I signed up for. Who's, who's this person? I only signed up for like this one version of this girl, and I hate to break it to you, there's like a thousand versions of me, and you're dating all of
1: them." (laughs) Yeah, literally. No I think that's so true. If you have your own shit like that's okay and that should be okay and like if someone's making you feel like it more than they can handle then that's on them and there's going to be someone out there who supports you and helps you grow in ways that are good for both of you and those people who try to put you down or make you feel lesser they don't deserve more of your time and energy really like because you really are enough and you are worthy of love regardless of what you've been through in the past
0: yeah and if someone tells you otherwise they ain't fucking it they ain't it
1: they really aren't it goes not only for like romantic relationships but like for friendships and honestly sometimes even family members like if they really aren't able to accept who you are and what you've been through and support you and help you be your best self then maybe they don't need to be a big part of your life right like maybe you need to focus in on other relationships that make you feel good about yourself and where you feel like there is a reciprocated energy in both parties and you're not just giving everything you have without receiving anything in return right
0: yeah exactly and you know if you feel like you're in a relationship with like Jen said any kind of person and you feel like you're having to walk on eggshells in that relationship because if you do a certain thing they're gonna get upset at you then odds are that person is a manipulative piece of shit most likely and likely only wants you to be a certain version of themselves that benefits that other person like A relationship is a two-way street. You know, there's give and take. There's some days where one partner is less capable of giving that day or that week. You know, if you're going to have a a long-term partner, you're going to have to go through shit at some point, right? Like something bad is going to happen in your life at some point because it comes to all of us. A good relationship and two people that really love and care about each other are going to have that give and take. A partner will be able to like, you know, navigate that with you. And not be like, well, you need to like be better for me. And you mm-hmm. need to not be upset and not grieve. Like, a good partner will hold space for you in that.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: I also want to talk about, you don't have to make yourself smaller for anybody. And what I mean by that is, I mean a lot of things. Like, if, you, <laughs> if you're plus size, you live in a plus size body, you don't need to lose weight for love. Let me let me tell you that, you know? there There's love at all size, you know? You don't have to be skinny or something for people to be attracted to you. So, like, that's one thing, but, like, if you have a big personality or whatever your personality is, you don't have to shrink it. You're never going to be too much for the right person. It might be too much for some people, but that's okay. I'm definitely too much for some people. And that's, like, honestly nothing on them. Obviously, we're not designed to be for everybody. That's not, you know, that's not really how the world works. So that's like, that's totally okay. But it becomes a problem when they try to change you rather than just, you know, letting you go and finding, you know, a life and a group and a person or people that encourage you to be that big personality. I'm very loud and obnoxious and headstrong and that's a big ass personality if you ask me. I'm very extravagant in all of the things I like to do and my general inside volume when I'm excited is very loud. I like to be a little, how do I want to phrase this, like cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs when I get drunk, you know, let loose. (laughs) You liked that one, didn't you? I'm very opinionated. I like to, you know, learn things and figure out how the world works and I'm not afraid to voice my opinion on things and for some people, uh, they don't really like that all that much. And I've definitely dated men that did not want a loud and opinionated woman and you know what I say to that? Then don't date one. (laughs) Facts. Don't date a woman who is going to tell you how she feels and what she wants if you don't want that. But I feel like you probably should. I think you should want a partner that expresses themselves rather than just like, the shell of a human
1: yeah i think that got, like goes in align with the fact too of like communication being so important in a relationship and guys most of them are not the greatest at communication which is like fucking annoying because i'm like honestly i wouldn't be so confused or upset or like whatever if you just explained what was going on instead of just not talking because if i know what's going on then i can be like okay cool whatever even like with texting and stuff like that if you're like about to go to the gym where you're like oh i'm really busy today like, I can't really talk, but Like, just say that as opposed to, like, not saying anything. You know what I mean? No, I, I totally like, get what you mean. Yeah, I feel like that ties into it. And it also, then you kind of feel like you have to act a certain way because they're not expressing themselves properly. So then that kind of turns into you trying to adapt and adjust in order to make the situation more palatable. But it shouldn't be your job to do that.
0: No, be your full fucking self. Mm -hmm. um like i really started doing that i would say probably in the last year i just was like i'm gonna be me all of me and here's how i know that like that's way easier said than done because i had that i've had that attitude for a little while but i still ended up in a relationship where i felt like i was being molded into this certain kind of person or like at least he was trying to do that so i think i kind of learned the lesson and like really took on that mentality because I would stand up for myself and be like, hey, I don't really like doing those things all the time. And these are things that I need and I value. And he would go, "Mm." no. And so uh, clearly me and that guy are no longer dating because I'm in a very different relationship now. But it can take some trial and error to like really figure that out. And also no relationship is perfect. So there is definitely room to grow into that. I think a huge signifier to whether or not somebody really values you for you or just like a certain version of yourself is how they react to you asking for something in any relationship you're going to navigate how each other feels loved and what each other's needs are and you know where that balance is because you don't know that going into a relationship there's a lot of figuring that out as you you know you go along that does involve conversations and you have to be willing to express your needs and your wants from somebody and have that conversation and if somebody's gonna react, being like, no, n- no, 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 like, I can't do that. That's not for me. Like, I need you to be this way. If they're very, like, into themselves, almost like narcissistic about it, being like, well, this is how I do it, blah, 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 blah. I'm just gonna do it this way, rather than actually hearing you out for, like, what your wants and needs are, and then trying and figuring it out. Because I've had that conversation in this current relationship, and I've had that in past relationships. And let me tell you, it went a lot better this time. <laughs> And that's how I knew. I was like, this is a good relationship because I can actually be like, hey, this is how I feel loved and appreciated. Are you able to do more of this? And his response was, yes. We love that. So, uh, yeah, always stand up for yourself and ask for what you want because, I mean, you deserve it. Unless, like, you're on the opposite end of that spectrum and asking for shitty things and trying to, you know, take advantage of this person. But you know what I mean? Like, the healthy relationship conversations of these are my wants and needs because everybody feels and gives and receives differently. So there's that, that give and take and that figuring out. This is kind
1: of like unrelated to like the general topic of the episode, but it was kind of like talking about relationships kind of that's made me think about it. And the fact that like, when you go through shitty experiences and relationships where you feel like you have to change yourself, when someone does like one good thing in the future, you're like, oh my god, they're amazing. Like they're incredible. They're so great. But then like you kind of get blindsided by the the one or two good things and start to ignore the not-so-good things, just brush them off or whatever and be like, oh, well, but they did this, so it's fine. And like, oh, everyone can't do this all the time. And you start making excuses for other people, but then are hard on yourself and make yourself put in a lot of effort in order to, like, counterbalance whatever they're not giving you. And I think that kind of becomes a, a big issue when you aren't able to wholly be yourself and be confident in who you are and what you bring to the table because you're so concerned that A, maybe this is like the only guy or person that's ever going to give you any sort of goodness or act well towards you, which isn't the case. But like in the moment it can feel like that or it can be like, oh, well, I actually kind of am interested in this person. They're nice to me or they did this one nice thing. So therefore everything is going to fall into place. It just becomes a bit of a mess if you aren't able to check in with yourself and be like, hey, you know what? Maybe although things were going really well, this isn't what's supposed to continue right now. And although they did X, Y, and Z, they weren't doing A, B, and C. So is it really what I wanted or what I was looking for? Or was I just not able to be honest with what I
0: need from this relationship? I don't know what's happened to, like, the modern, like, dating world, but I feel like a lot of us young straight women kind of have the same general experiences where we're used to, like, such garbage treatment that then when somebody gives us the bare minimum, we're like, oh my god, he's the best ever! And that will last for a little bit, and then you'll realize, oh he should be nice to me
1: (laughs) yeah no exactly it's like literally they'll text you and you're like oh my god this is amazing but like that's really as they should (laughs) yeah really not it or like they'll act they'll make plans and you're like oh my god but like again it should be both of you doing that it's like the stupidest thing because we let the littlest things become so big when really they should just be a given you know
0: oh my god i think that's literally what happened in my last relationship because this man wasn't all awful and i think that's also a huge thing like i think we've said this before in episodes but like we'll say it again just because someone like does good things doesn't mean they're a good person for you you can have good people that just aren't your match and there is also good people who just like haven't really gotten there yet after you go through something bad like It can be really hard after a toxic or unhealthy relationship to move into a good relationship because you're so hurt and used to like the toxicity from your past relationship that you then bring that into your next relationship. So it becomes like this vicious cycle because one toxic person, it's like they almost create another toxic person and you don't even mean to do that. Like I've definitely been that person after I was RAPD'd again, I had a really hard time navigating relationships. And now looking back, I know that I was doing things for my own selfish needs and felt like safer and more valued in a relationship. So I would do things that and date people that I wouldn't probably have dated otherwise. It can be really hard to like separate yourself from that. But yeah, like you can be a good person or like have the intentions to be a good person and like be a good partner but then be carrying things from your past troubled relationships that make you not a good partner. I think that happens probably to most of us at some point. And it's just important to like, you know, do your best to not be like a really shitty person and then learn from it afterwards. Because I think when you're in the moment, I'm thinking of a very specific ex-boyfriend. There's no way in that relationship he thought that he was doing things that were unhealthy and wrong but he absolutely Mm -hmm. was and caused a lot more harm than i think he could see and was willing to accept and recognize in that moment and it it takes leaving those relationships and them ending and you having that time of reflection afterwards to be like oh (laughs) yeah you know, I've done that. I've been that person. Check yourself uh, at the same time of, you know, you don't need to, you are enough for somebody, but also remember that you are also capable of causing harm. I don't really have good professional therapist advice on how to differentiate between the two, because uh, for me, it was trial and error. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you'll figure it out eventually.
1: I think, for like, life in general is all about trial and error, so.
0: Yeah, facts. Just, like,
1: reiterating the fact that you are enough way you are and you don't need to change for anybody whether it be a man a friend a job or anything you will find what works for you and being who you are is what's going to make the biggest impact on the world around you because who you are is pretty fucking great
0: hell yeah just be yourself be kind this might sound contradictory to the you are enough thing but always be improving because you like you are enough who you are it's enough of a person for somebody but you can also always grow and develop and be better and I think that's part of you being yourself and who you are so you know just keep that in mind
1: all right so if you guys like today's episode don't forget to like rate subscribe all of those things and we will catch up with you guys next week
0: bye